My dear father, Krishna said to Nanda Maharaj, I don't think you need to worship any demigod for the successful performance of your agricultural activities. Every living being is born according to his past karma and leaves this life simply taking the result of his present karma. Everyone is born in different types of species of life according to his past activities, and he gets his next birth according to the activities of this life. Different grades of material happiness and distress, comforts and disadvantages of life, are different results from different kinds of activities, either from the past or present life. Maharajnanda and the other elderly members argued that without satisfying the predominating God, one cannot derive any good result simply by material activities. This is actually the fact. For example, it is sometimes found that, in spite of first-class medical help and treatment by a first-class physician, a diseased person dies. It is concluded, therefore, that the first-class medical treatment or the attempts of a first-class physician are not in themselves the cause for curing a patient. There must be the hand of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, a father and a mother taking care of their children is not the cause of the children's comfort. Sometimes it is found that in spite of all care by the parents, the children go bad or succumb to death. Therefore, material causes are not sufficient for results. There must be the sanction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Nanda Maharaj therefore advocated that, in order to get the good results for agricultural activities, they must satisfy Indra, the superintending deity of the rain supply. Lord Krishna nullified this argument, saying that the demigods give results only to persons who have executed their prescribed duties. Therefore, demigods are dependent on the execution of duties and are not absolute in awarding good results to anyone. My dear father, there is no need to worship the demigod Indra, Lord Krishna said. Everyone has to achieve the result of his own work. We can actually see that one becomes busy according to the natural tendency of his work. And according to that natural tendency, all living entities either human beings or demigods, achieve their respective results. All living entities achieve higher or lower bodies and create enemies, friends, or neutral parties only because of their different kinds of work. One should be careful to discharge duties according to his natural instinct and not divert attention to the worship of various demigods. The demigods will be satisfied by proper execution of these duties, so there is no need to worship them. Let us, rather, perform our prescribed duties very nicely. Actually, one cannot be happy without executing his proper prescribed duty. One who does not, therefore, properly discharge his prescribed duties is compared with an unchaste woman. The proper prescribed duties of the Brahmins is to study the Vedas. The proper duty of the royal order, the Kshatriyas, is engagement in protecting the citizens. The proper duty for the Vaishya community is agriculture, trade, and protection of cows. And the proper duty for the Sudras is service to the higher classes, namely the Brahmins, Kshatriyas, and Vaishyas. We belong to the Vaishya community, and our proper duty is to farm or to trade with agricultural produce, to protect cows, 
or to take to banking. Krishna identified himself with the Vaishya community because Nanda Maharaj was protecting many cows and Krishna was taking care of them. He enumerated four kinds of business engagements for the Vaishya community, namely agriculture, trade, protection of cows, and banking. Although the Vaishyas can take to any of these occupations, the men of Vrindavan were engaged primarily in the protection of cows. Krishna further explained to his father, This cosmic manifestation is going on under the influence of three modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance. These three modes are the causes of creation, maintenance, and destruction. The cloud is caused by the action of the mode of passion. Therefore, it is the mode of passion which causes the rainfall. And after the rainfall, the living entities derive the result, success in agricultural work. What, then, has Indra to do in this affair? Even if you do not please Indra, what can he do? We do not derive any special benefit from Indra. Even if he is there, he pours water on the ocean also, where there is no need of water. So he is pouring water on the ocean or on the land. It does not depend on our worshipping him. As far as we are concerned, we do not need to go to another city or village or a foreign country. There are palatial buildings in the cities. But we are satisfied living in this forest of Vrindavan. Our special relationship is with Govardhan Hill and Vrindavan Forest and nothing more. I therefore request you, my dear father, to begin a sacrifice which will satisfy the local Brahmins and Govardhan Hill and let us have nothing to do with Indra. After hearing this statement of Krishna, Nanda Maharaj replied, My dear boy, since you are asking, I shall arrange for a separate sacrifice for the local Brahmins and Govardhan Hill. But for the present, let me execute this sacrifice known as Indra Yagya. But Krishna replied, My dear father, don't delay. The sacrifice you propose for Govardhan and the local Brahmins will take much time. Better, Take the arrangement and paraphernalia you have already made for sacrificing Indra Yagya and immediately engage it to satisfy Govardhan Hill and the local Brahmins. Nanda Maharaj finally relented. The cowherd men then inquired from Krishna how he wanted the Yagya performed, and Krishna gave them the following directions. <laughs> 